Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. And there's no annual contract. Get your TV together at directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Clutch Talk podcast slash YouTube slash We Do It All. And today, we got a very, very, very special guest. We got my guy Holden, man. Me and Holden go way, way, way back. I don't even want to introduce. I want Holden to go ahead and introduce himself. Go ahead, Holden. Let no, the fans man, know the spot, who you are. <laughs> oh, man. Just like John said, man, we go way back to the high school days. Uh, you know, just always... Always talking about talk basketball. basketball. It's crazy at lunch. Exactly. Any, break, any possible time. We, we are always, always arguing. Always like arguing. Lakers, <laughs> Warriors, Kobe, <laughs> Steph. Like. Classic, classic. And Holden, uh, Holden uh, also works works at St. Mary's and is a manager at the basketball team. So we got our first real official solidified college guest on the show. I'm very happy to have you here with us, Holden. So... Today, y'all, uh, we got the Bubble Awards. So the awards that we're going to be giving out today, y'all, uh, are the... These awards are only based on the bubbles. So those seeding games, the playoff games, and the play-in games. So the awards we're going to give out today are similar to the NBA awards, except I added a little bit of a twist. So we have the Most Improved Award. We have the Defensive Player of the Year, the Rookie of the Bubble, Sixth Man of the Year, Coach of the Year, Teammate of the Year, I think Dirk. I think Dirk Nowitzki is the best international player of all time. So I got the Dirk Award, which is the uh, best international player at the bubble. I have the least improved least improved award. I have the Joe Kim Noah Award, which is the most overrated because Joe Kim Noah might be one of the most overrated players of all time. Uh, I have the Dennis Dennis Robin Award, which is the most underrated because Dennis Robin is extremely underrated. Ron Artest, the hu- best hustler award. Gary Payton Award, just the best trash talker. Scoring, t- scoring title champ, and of course the classic MVP. Gotta go with it, man. So with no further ado, you ready to get into this? Holding, let's go. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and start with the most improved player. Holding, you want to you want to you want to kick this let's off kick for it us, off, man? All right, so I'm gonna have a little bit of a hot take. I actually went with Jamal Murray. Jamal I'm Murray, list, okay. He's like a borderline All Star caliber player, but just the way he was playing in the playoffs, averaging 32 points a game. His shooting was crazy. Crazy. from the field, 53% from three. Just playing out of his mind. Playing so, out of his mind. Did nobody see this coming? Yeah, no, nobody no. saw this coming. From I, I definitely didn't. Uh, for my for my most improved, I went with TJ Warren, the, the, the player nobody really knew about before the bubble. So in the regular season, TJ Warren averaged 19 points on 53% from the field, 40% from three. In the bubble, his... 
he, he took his he took his points from 19 to 26.7 points per game on 55% from the field and 47% from deep. He took his assists from 1.4 to 2.4. His rebounds, he got two more rebounds per game in the bubble. And instead of shooting 81% from the free throw line, TJ Warren shot 92% from the free throw line in the bubble. Also put up, the first game in the bubble put up 53 yeah, points. He's killing. I, I was like, who, who is TJ Warren? <laughs> who is TJ Warren? <laughs> so, Holden, I got a question for you. Of course. So, do you think TJ Warren was only able to do this because Sabonis was out? Or do you uh, think, think he can do this with Sabonis in there as well? I think he can, he can do this occasionally. I don't think he can do this on a game by game On a basis. game, yeah, because no, this is no. like all-star numbers. No. So I think, you know, you get back to the regular season, everyone's healthy, they're playing, he's probably going back to... He's going back numbers, to... I, <laughs> I agree, I agree. But, I mean, if, if, he can, if he can keep this up with Sabonis, the Pacers are a contender. Are, they're, are they're a contender. They're young and up-and-coming team, for sure. Exactly. Okay, so uh, we're going to move on to the Defensive Player of the Year. Holding you, you want to tell us defense, your defensive player of the year? Went with Anthony Davis. I think you went with pretty, Anthony Davis. What he did in the playoffs, especially against the Heat. Exactly. It just seemed like you know you could guard one through five. They put him on and completely shut down the Heat. They put him on Jimmy Butler game six. He didn't have an answer and they closed out the series. That, that's so. a, that, that's exactly what I have here. That he led he led the entire the entire bubble in blocks in the Heat series. He guarded Jimmy in the perimeter in the Portland series. He was guarding Hassan and Nurkic on the block. So there isn't much that AD can't do. I had to give him the Defensive Player of the Year award as well. So you ready to move on to the next one, Holden? Of course. All right, so we got Rookie of the Bubble. Who do you got, Holden? I'm going to also go with a hot take. I got to go with my guy, Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson, okay. <laughs> just like TJ Warren, I feel like no one really knew who he was up until the playoff run that the Heat had. He was just hooping. I think he set a finals record or tied, I think, for third with seven threes in a game. So it's just... It's crazy to think a couple years ago he was playing Division Three basketball. That is crazy to me, and now he is competing in the highest level possible. So for my uh, my rookie of the bubble, I have Michael Porter Jr., who led all rookies in scoring with 22 points per game, eight rebounds, shooting 50% from the field and 40% from from the three, and 82% from the free throw line. And something he gives the Nuggets is that hope that he could be that third star to help Jokic, to help to to help uh, Murray. And I'm really impressed with, with, with Michael Porter Jr. I know he had them, them back problems coming out uh, of college, but if he can solidify himself as that third star, the Nuggets could be a scary team. For sure. The Nuggets For could sure. be a scary team. Moving on to our Coach of the Year award. Holden, who you got? I'm to go with Eric Spolster, man. <laughs> My to, guy. I thought about, My I thought guy. about Frank Vogel. I think that'd be the easy choice just because the Lakers, obviously they won it, but Spolster, you look at what the Heat were able to do. Man. Ran through. The Sixers, the playoffs, ran through the Bucks, the Bucks. five games, beat the Celtics. Like, that's a tough road. No one expected them to make it to the finals. They're kind of the underdog, and, you know, they gave it their best. You know, that they, uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you good, you good, you good. Uh, you know, they, yeah. gave, they gave the Lakers all they could, that, that, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they I mean. a good series. Yeah, we, 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 couldn't, we couldn't expect the Heat to beat the Lakers. <laughs> LeBron and AD are just... It was just too much, and but I I as well have Eric Spoelstra as as coach of the year because he took the fifth seed Miami Heat to the finals with four of his player four of his marquee players being twenty five and under, like that's insanely impressive. All salute goes out to you, Eric. Good job. And I know, I know he came up as the Heat coach. He used to be the video video coordinator. Yes, he did. So I I, I, got, I got to give that to Eric Spoelstra, man. I got to tip my hat off to you, Eric. <laughs> All right. 
Teammate of the year. I'm going to go with J.R. Smith, man. J.R. Smith! <laughs> I know he didn't play much at all. He didn't do much in the bubble. But you see that man on the sidelines with like 20 seconds left. He's got his shirt off. He's celebrating. I've seen, I, I seen his meme, and it was like J.R. Smith's shirt must have been drenched with sweat. <laughs> Listen, you tell me I had to pick one guy to celebrate an NBA Finals Championship with. I'm going with J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith every single time. Uh, for, my, for my teammate of the year, I went with Jimmy Butler. The reason why is because... Throughout throughout this playoffs, how many times did you hear Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, uh, um, Kendrick Nunn, Bam Adebayo, Dragic all praise Jimmy Butler and say like, "Oh, we're doing this for Jimmy. We're doing this for Jimmy. Absolutely. He's our leader." So I had to I had to give that to Jimmy. He's a great teammate and he gave it all he got, man. He gave it all he got in that finals. You can't, you can't knock him at all. You know, he he did he did all he could. What he did for our next award. We have the Dirk Nowitzki Award, which is the best international player. Holden, All let right. the fans know. All right, so I definitely thought about the, I put a lot of thought into this between mm-hmm. uh, Luka and Jokic, but I got to go with Jokic. Oh, okay. I got to go with Jokic. Yep. And, you know, 23 points a game, basically, nine rebounds, seven assists. Took his team, took the Nuggets to the conference finals, beat the Clippers, came back wow. in 3-1, right? Wow. I don't think anyone saw that coming. I don't they think anybody saw that one coming. No, they definitely surpassed expectations. Definitely. Yeah, I know Jamal Murray was hooping, but definitely Jokic had, yep. you know, played a big part in that as well. If, if, Anthony da- if Anthony Davis was not in the NBA, Jokic would be the best offensive big That's fair. ever. You can't argue that. For my best international player, although Jokic is a great choice, I had to go with my boy, Luka Doncic. Yeah, he is playing out of his mind. Great. He led the entire NBA, the entire bubble in assists with 9.3. I know they lost to the Clippers, but let me let, let me read some stats here from the, from the game. <laughs> so game one against the Clippers, he put 42 points, 7 rebounds, 9 assists, 61% from the field, and 93% from the free throw line. He, he took 14, took 15 free throws and made 14. That is insane. Game 2, 28 points. 28 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists on 65% shooting. Game 3, 43 points, 17 rebounds, 13 assists, and hit that Step game winner. Oh, my Great. God. That game winner was insane, y'all. And then game and then game three, 43 points. Oh no, sorry, game game six, 38 points, nine rebounds, nine assists. But bro, the man barely just turned 21 this Crazy. year. He's gonna be a problem. <laughs> He's gonna be such a problem. These are LeBron James type like numbers. And he's putting them up on the Clippers. Ah, man. If uh if Kristaps if Porzingis would have played. I think they could have. They, they could have. I think they could have took that series. That. That's fair. I think so. Okay. Clippers are pretty dysfunctional. Yeah, very dysfunctional. As we've seen. Pandemic we've seen. P. <laughs> and and quit. Not Kawhi. We got quit. <laughs> so for the least improved player award. I'm gonna go playoff P. You just said. Playoff P. Okay. Explanatory man. Choked away a series. Man. Lead against a Nuggets team was good, but they definitely. Should, they should have they definitely should took care of that. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I I thought I had a hard time choosing between the player I chose in playoff P, but I ended up going with Russell Westbrook. Man, I don't even know what happened to Russell Westbrook in the beginning of the, uh right after they traded Clint Capella. He actually started to play great because the lane cleared up. He could he, he could he could get to the hoop. He could do what he wanted. Came to these playoffs. He had his lowest playoff averages ever. Seventeen points, four assists. 
and he shot 53% in the free throw That's line. That's terrible. Free throws are free shots. <laughs> and he shot, he made all, a little more than half of his shots. It is absolutely horrific. Russell Westbrook, you need to get that together, man. Maybe that's why Kevin Durant left you. <laughs> Maybe that's why Kevin Durant left you. And they won the first game, too. Exactly. They won that the first game, too. That's crazy. Moving on to the next award. We got the Dennis Robin Award, y'all. We have the most underrated player. I got a hot take on this one. I'm not going to lie to you. It may sound like he's not underrated, but I went with Jason Tatum. I went with Jason Tatum because... Look, y'all, so in the first round versus 76ers, game one, he put 32 points, 13 rebounds, 47% from the field, 40% from the three, and 90% from the free throw line. Game two, he put his playoff career high, 33 points on 60% shooting and 67% from the three. Game four, 28 points, 15 rebounds, 55% from the field, 40% from three. His second, second round versus the Raptors, game two, he already matches his new playoff career high. Puts 34 points per game, 8 rebounds on 47% from the field, shooting almost 68%. I mean, shooting 68% from the three. Almost. Yes, that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Look at that. Game six of of that second round versus Raptors. 29 points, 14 rebounds, 9 assists. Those are LeBron-like numbers. Game seven, when your player is supposed to show up, what does he do? He shows up. He puts up 29 points, 12 rebounds, and 7 assists on 40% shooting from the field and 50% shooting from the three. I feel like those are great Those are great numbers, but I feel like if LeBron were to put these numbers, the world would be losing their mind. But Jason Tatum put these numbers, and no one's, talking no one's really talking about it. So that's why I think he might be one of the most underrated players in the bubble. That's fair. Who you got, Holden? I think I went with Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. I like that one. Everyone's talking about how he's a locker room cancer, right? You know how he's, you know, we know the incident with the Timberwolves. The Timberwolves. The practice. You know, they kind of kicked him out of Philly, right? They didn't want him there, right? Even though they, they had a great team. They could have did something with that and team. To see, you know, I think it was great to see. I was happy for him to see him get, go to Miami and finally get his success. And, yeah, absolutely. Man, I, I I was happy for Jimmy Butler as well. I'm, I actually feel bad for the 76ers because they chose to buy his Harris over Jimmy Butler. Come on, y'all. Now, now I bet I bet the, the Sixers are killing themselves over that mistake. All right, moving on to the next award. We got the Ron Artest Award, which is the best hustler in the bubble. Went with Alex Caruso, man, just because he's a dog. Oh! I don't think I need any other explanation other than that. I love AC, man, the GOAT. Hey, y'all, look, I watched every single game this playoff. I don't think I saw AC take one play off. I don't think I saw him take one play off. He was loose balls, turnovers, rebounds, blocks, getting back on defense, pushing a break. You name it, he was doing it. AC is the GOAT. (laughs) AC is the GOAT. He even started in game six of the finals. I know. Who who thought a who thought Alex Caruso, the bald headed twenty year old something, would start in a game six of the NBA final only because of his hustle, man. So I had to give that award to AC. I'm glad we see eye to eye on that one. That's good. That's good. All right. So the Gary Payton Award, which is the best trash talker. 
All right, well, I'm gonna start off. I got an honorable mention. Got Montrez Harrell. <laughs> you know, the incident with Nico. Okay. I don't know if we can swear saying that on here. Go so ahead. So Let him know. No, no, no. It's okay. No. So, so we'll, just, you know, we'll keep it PG. We'll keep it clean. We'll move on. That's an honorable mention for Trez, but I'm gonna go with Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. Okay. Just gonna seem like this guy's always getting in. Always shuffle, talking. Right. Always talking. It was kind of an enforcer for the Lakers down low, so it was good. Yeah, I got you. I, yeah, I, I agree. Dw- Dwight Howard was talk. Honestly, as a Lakers fan, I got kind of annoyed at Dwight Howard. He kept turping, turping, turping. Even Frank Vogel just told him, look, just, just play. Up. Just exactly. shut up and just play. Stop with the antics and just play basketball. And I totally agree. Dwight Howard did talk way too much. But I had to go with somebody else. I had to go with Dame Dollar. Shout out Real Oakland. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say two quotes from Dame Dollar, man. All right, what you got? Asking me about Patrick Beverly. I sent him home before. PG just got sent home by me last year. <laughs> And he said, keep running from the grind. You boys some chumps. <laughs> oh, when he said that, I had lost it, y'all. I was so happy for Dame. And he was killing. Killing. He was talking, but he could back it up. Back it up. Sure. Exactly. Talking about Dame, moving on to the next award. We got the scoring title champ. I got Dame. Yeah, what you got? I actually just went straight to the numbers and went with LeBron. LeBron. I led the entire bubble with 734 S- points. Oh, my. AD, oh my goodness. one point short of LeBron. Oh my god, a one less point. LeBron is Lego, Lego James. <laughs> I had to go. I, yeah, I, I I totally agree. I have LeBron in a different award at a different award, but the reason why I went with Dame is because in the seeding games, he not in the playoffs, only in the seeding games, thirty-seven points per game, nine assists, four rebounds, one point three steals, forty-nine percent from the field, and then in the seeding games, he put fifty-one points and then sixty-one points. Back to back. That's insane. Ridiculous. And then in the playoffs, numbers dipped off just a little bit, but not, 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 I mean, from 37 to 33, 33 points per game, eight rebounds, one, one steal per game, 47% from the field, 42% from deep, and 92% from the free throw line. I personally think, I love Dane, but he got burnt out. He got burnt out because look at this game one versus the Lakers, 34 points, 42% from the field. Get, uh, yeah, yeah, that was game one. Game two, 18, 18 points, but he hurt his finger, left, left hand right in the middle of the third. I get that. Game three came back, 34 points, 40% from the field, 92% from the free throw line. Game four, 11 points, 33% from the field, and game five did not play. I just think he got that, he got burnt. That's tough, man. The injury didn't help. The injury didn't help. So it's tough. Man, I feel bad for Dame, man. Dame could have been, could have been, could, I mean, I feel like if he's if he stops being so loyal to Portland, he can get a ring. That's fair. He can get a ring. <laughs> All right. Now, for the final award, for the one everybody is here to know and listen. Hoden, I want you to tell me, who is your bubble MVP? I know I just said him, but I'm going to go with LeBron James. LeGoat James. You, do you have any reasoning or just because of LeBron? I don't think I need, I don't think I need a reason. I I totally agree. I think he's the best player in the world, best player in the league. Insane right now. Great, even at 35, 36, whatever he is. Hey, 30, oh my goodness, y'all. So, I, I, I love LeBron, so I wrote up a whole lot about this one, y'all. So, y'all bear with me on this right here. So, let's take all this into a credit, you guys. Let's take a credit that LeBron is, like Hoda said, 35 years old. The man is in his 17th season, okay? Let's, let's go through his bubble stats. 26 points per game, 9 rebounds, 8 assists, 
one steal, one block, shooting 53% from the field, 36% from three, which is in- impressive for LeBron. Absolutely. 70% from the free throw line, which is insanely impressive for <laughs> LeBron. <laughs> so just in the playoffs, like Holden mentioned, LeBron had 700 points, 150 rebounds. He had over 150 rebounds and over 150 assists. There's only been one other player in NBA history to do that in the postseason. That was Larry Bird. He did that in 1986. He did that once. This is LeBron's sixth time doing this. This is insane. I lost it when I read this. I was like, what in the what? LeBron is just too good. So my brother one time, man, shout out, shout, shout out Junior. Shout out my brother, man. One time he told me the best type of ability is availability. LeBron at 35 years old did not miss one single game That's in the playoffs. Crazy. That is crazy, crazy, y'all. And let's go through this. So I want to go through. I want to go through some of these marquee games that happened in the playoffs for for LeBron. So in the first round against Portland, game one, twenty three points, seventeen rebounds, six assists on forty five percent shooting. Game three, thirty eight points, twelve rebounds, eight assists on sixty one percent shooting. Game four, thirty points, ten ten assists, six rebounds. 83% 83% from the field and 83, 80% from three. Game five, 36 points, 10 assists, 10 rebounds, 73% from the field, and 100% from the free throw line, which is insanely impressive for LeBron because he never knocks his free throws down. So in the first round, LeBron had two triple-doubles and two double-doubles. That's crazy. At 35. Let's move on to the second round against the Rockets. <laughs> Game two, 28 points, 11 rebounds, 9 assists. 50, shooting 58% from the field. Game three, 36 points, seven, seven rebounds, five assists, four blocks. Game four, probably one of his lower games, 16, uh, 16 points, but 15 rebounds, nine assists. So if LeBron isn't affecting the game in scoring, he's affecting the game in so many Absolutely. other ways. In the, in the second round, LeBron uh, against the Rockets, LeBron had three double-doubles. In the third round, uh, in the third round against the the Nuggets, LeBron, LeBron had three double doubles and two triple doubles. In the finals, which I think this might have been LeBron, one of LeBron's most impressive finals of all time, even though I, I understand that it was not against the biggest competitors that, that that he's had. Game one, 25 points, 13 rebounds, nine assists. Game two, 33 points, nine nine assists, nine rebounds. Game three, 25 points, 10 rebounds, eight assists. Game four, 28 points, 12 rebounds, eight assists. Holden, are you ready for what I'm about to tell you for Game what do you Five? Got, John? What do you got? Game Five, the man put a 40 point game, 13 rebounds, seven assists. Game Six, 28 points, 14 rebounds, and 10 assists. LeBron had four double doubles and one triple double in his finals. This just, to me, you know personally how much I love Kobe. Man, RIP, RIP, Kobe, man. And in high school, in high school, everybody knew. I was the Kobe guy. Yes, Kobe was Absolutely. my goat. But Absolutely. I I have to say, I, I now study the most basketball I ever have in my whole life. I believe that LeBron James has passed Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, and everybody else. Can we get that record? He's the, you think he's the greatest player all I think time? LeBron James is the greatest player to ever touch a basketball. I, that it, It's just crazy because... When you take Kobe at 25 and LeBron at 25, okay, I may, I'm, I may take Kobe. But LeBron is doing this at 35. Like, when Kobe was 35, he was he was averaging 27 points per game, but he was in, like, the 10th place in the West. LeBron is averaging 20, 26 points per game, winning the NBA championship, first in the West. 
I, or I do a credit to AD. I got to give some credit to AD. But if LeBron wasn't there, the Lakers would be just like the 2018 Pelicans. I agree. 100%. Barely making a playoffs. I agree. 100%. <laughs> so, even the game, like I mentioned, even the games that he didn't score much, he still affected the games. And at the end of the day, y'all, uh, I was looking at the, I was looking at some of these numbers. So, um, some players who could have been but uh, MVP, MVP of the bubbles were Dane, 30 years old. He played 40 minutes per game. James Harden, 31 years old. He played 36 minutes per game. Jimmy Butler, he could have been the MVP, 31 years old. Played 36 minutes per game. Luka Doncic could have been MVP, 21 years old. 35 minutes per game. AD, 27, uh, 27 years old. Played 35 minutes per game. LeBron James is 35 and played 36 minutes per game. That's crazy to me, y'all. And... And it's not like he was missing games. He wasn't dropping games. Y'all heard his stats earlier. So I I, I just I'm 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 baffled by by Legoat James over here. <laughs> He's this is just the the greatest player of all time, in my opinion. And if I could, I'd give every award to him. <laughs> okay, listen, that's fair. Can't argue with that. <laughs> well, there you have it, y'all. This was the MB, the NBA Bubble Awards. Holden, I appreciate you Thank for coming you, on here, man. And Y'all gonna see, y'all gonna get, get familiar with Holden's face, man. He gonna come on the show often, a lot more, and we gonna just keep coming with great content, y'all. So uh, y'all go ahead and go follow the follow the follow the Instagram. I'm gonna put I'm gonna even put Holden's Instagram right there on the bottom. Y'all go follow Holden's Instagram. Y'all go follow the, the Clutch Talk Instagram. I'll put it all right here for y'all. And man, stay tuned for more. And I appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And that's it, man. Holden, right. thank you. And we out here, y'all. After you take Brandy to the prom, you coming back to school with shades on your head. Literally looks like a jersey that you would leave out on the side of the street to get picked up by the garbage company like the next day. Me and Matt say we're 6'4", but I think we're each probably an inch shorter than that. Me rounding up hurts nobody, helps everybody. Basketball tales so strange, you didn't know that you didn't know them. So listen up, y'all. It's NBA Storytime, available wherever you get your podcasts.